Taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. What's happening? Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We are here in beautiful Keystone, Colorado. Here Don't at laugh. It's true. In- Listen, I love how you guys claim that at the start of every show. <laughs> I will keep continue to claim it until someone proves me wrong. Fake it till you make it, homie. <laughs> it's true. It's true. America's favorite podcast. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> We're here in Consensual Studios in beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here at 545 Productions. We are your hosts. We are down one today. We, we're missing Mr. Benji Pickens. He's out doing 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 business, shaking, shaking, greasing them wheels. Call him alone. I'll know how this works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're in the studio with Matt. Max Sarak Stan Sarak. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> I am Ben. Hollywood shouldn't have had that last beer. Whitmore. And we're joined in the studio with our special fill-in host, Mr. Jay Seavers. Apparently, if you put enough topics in the bowl, they'll let you be a host. Yeah, that's it's pretty it's good. true. That's how I got my job. Our filter <laughs> is very, very yeah. wide. It's true. It's true. And this is your podcast where we take your topics... And we talk about them for whatever the topic is. We talk about it for 30 minutes. But you don't go home empty-handed. Mm-mm. Max, tell them all about it. You get a T-shirt. Tell them! <laughs> One <laughs> single T-shirt for all of your topics. <laughs> That's right. We're like We have a strict sweatshirt. one T-shirt. <laughs> We're... Person rule. Child labor t-shirt rules. Yeah. So I guess. Keep... If our filter is wide for hosts, it's very <laughs> narrow for t-shirts. Yeah. The sad but very true truth. Uh, there are a number of ways to get your topics to us and to get your lovely t-shirt. Uh, number. You can twank us on Twitter at Ig and Un. You yeah. can hit us up on the Facebooks, become a friend of the show, message the show. With your topic, you can email us topics at ignorantanduninformed.com or while you're streaming the episodes and you're like, wow, I really wish they would talk about this. Click the topics button. Send us an email. We'll get it in the bowl. You'll get your T-shirt. And of course, there is one final way to get your topic in the bowl. Just come on over and drop it in. There you go. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. All right. We need a topic. Looks like Jay's got one. It's, yes. a, it's a fan. Folded Fold. in a... Very zigzag oh, kind of way here. Let me see. Jay, you're a sucker for the uh, the exotic folds. It's true. I am. I they are they are they appeal to me. Star Wars dot 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 dot. <laughs> What's left to fuck up from Jonah? Oh, Jonah. There you go. Yeah, we can. Is this the same Jonah? I believe so. We can compare handwriting. I don't think it's the same handwriting. Hmm. No, Close. he would have put yeah. But I think it's a little. He's Jonah has a little, little nicer handwriting than whoever this last guy was. Huh. Mm. I don't know. Tough to see. Doesn't Close. matter. Not very compelling podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not. Analyzing handwriting. Yeah. Uh, from huh. a previous podcast. <laughs> I looks like he was in a hurry. <laughs> yes. I actually but have the a. J says he that, was stoned. That, that could is, be a. That could be an actually very interesting podcast. It really is. I had my handwriting analyzed. Well, by we probably would amateur. Do it right, so no, it probably we would be very fuck good. it up for sure. Because that's what we do. Star did. Wars. What's left to fuck up? What's left to fuck up? Obviously, see, this came before ep- episode seven. seven. Yeah. yeah. Force yeah, yeah. Awakens. Uh huh. What's left to fuck up? I well, think this was in anticipation of. Of yeah. course. Of well, course. I mean, there, Force Awakens is what I've heard referred to as the first good Star Wars movie. Like, first movie that has... It's true. Like, the whole story, there isn't awful dialogue for the most part. There isn't, you know, 
it, you get the same – it's like a, almost like a better class of movie than the other Star Wars movies. The other mm-hmm. Star Wars movies sort of opened up the universe, but this is a better – just in terms of general movie characteristics, a better movie than, say – as far as cohesive structure the prequels and, or and like technical it, yeah, film. I think the biggest criticism I've heard of The Force Awakens is that – and apparently this is just turning into a review of The Force Awakens. But we don't, we'll, we'll, we'll get off of We'll get off of that, but, yeah. But the, uh, the biggest complaint I've heard is that, is that like it's, it's – that it's so similar in structure to A New Hope. That was my that complaint. Was like essentially the same movie. And I, I just don't buy that because it's – it's not a it's it's a thematic similarity in my mind like there there are very similar things but i think it only goes to prove that the universality of that story of the idea of joseph campbell the hero with a thousand faces and this is yet another face that we've put onto the this hero who comes from nothing who comes from a desert planet and i think there's a reason for a lot of those similarities and i i just don't think I think it's too soon to judge to to think that we know why is because it's because it, they just redid the plot to the first one. I think there's a reason that she's born on a desert that she's raised on a desert planet, and I think there's a reason that they keep building big ass fucking weapons planet things. Well, that's what you get for trying to I don't like know. analyze a trilogy before the other parts of it are out. Like yeah, if you exactly. watch the prequel trilogy. If you judge the prequel trilogy yeah. solely on the first movie of the prequel trilogy, have you read about? You would think it's the biggest shit pile in the world. Have you read about Star Wars Ring uh, Ring Theory? Star Wars Ring Theory. Have you no. read this? Read it. Do me a favor and read it. Okay. Okay. Because it makes a lot of sense. What is Star Wars Ring Theory? Star Wars Ring Theory is essentially go. It's it's comparing the original trilogy to and the prequel trilogy to the uh, this this kind of uh, old form of poetry called called ring structure. There's basically a, a structure of uh, of epic poetry that, that reflected the other stanzas yeah. in the trilogy. And so if you're talking about like episode one should in fact mirror episode six in or stanza six if you're doing them in that order. And seven would be a mirror uh, of Excuse me. of episode four. So they're saying that this is that there is a very good reason for kind of the overarching yeah. story. If things happen in cycles, things happen in cycles. Yeah. And you, things re-happen. This is it's the same story set at a different per- period of time in the universe, but because it's the same story, it's it says something that the, the universe doesn't change. Things haven't gotten any better. This is still Yeah. Well, I think what was really existence. cool what I really yeah. liked about episode 7 is one of my favorite parts. Was when the 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 character of Maz, the you know the kind of alien bartender woman, yeah, the chick with the glasses, yeah, with the crazy glasses. She she said, you know, it, he's like what she's like what he says what battle, and she goes the only or what fight the only fight between the you know light and dark between the good and evil, good and evil, like ultimate. He says it doesn't matter what you call it, the Empire, the Sith, the First Order, it's good versus evil. And that's essentially – I thought that was almost like J.J. Abrams talking directly to his audience saying, you know, yeah, we changed the names and – but ultimately it's about good versus evil. And that's what this whole story has always been about. doesn't matter what the fuck we call it. doesn't matter what it looks like. doesn't matter 
if we're telling a good story, and I think they did. I think they told well, a very okay. good story. I liked it let's, a lot. Let's draw back into the topic, though. If it's good versus evil, we spent a lot of time trying to get emotionally connected to Kylo Ren, yeah. the new Kylo Sith Ren. guy, the one that kills Han Solo. Oh, He's not sorry, a Sith. Spoilers, spoilers. He's not a Sith. He's not a Sith. I mean, he... No, of course not. Yeah, we should, we'll should. we we'll put in here that there's spoilers in the show. Spoilers. No, we won't. No. Fuck you. If you At haven't, this seen, point, movie if you haven't seen fucking Star Wars, <laughs> go fuck yourself. If you then you don't really care. I'm call, sorry. Call me. We'll go see it. It's a good movie. All right. Um, but yeah. but they spend a lot of time trying to get you to connect with that character in the movie. Well, sorry. Go ahead. So, so, but he's the evil in this. But I think that just ties in to Ben's. Like you were talking about the fight, the only fight, and it sounded like you were speaking on a cosmic level of like these big ideas of good versus yeah. evil. But to me, Kylo Ren shows that on a very micro, like human level, that it's the fight of good versus evil within himself. Yeah. And so, like, it's a way to yeah. well, to he, like humanize that conflict, right? But then, who's so who is who then is the the true evil, the pure evil that you target? As your main antagonist, because if you're trying to make him a sympathetic antagonist, you need to have somebody further. The giant hologram, Snoke. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's pure evil. That looked exactly like the Emperor. Yeah, that looked exactly like Darth because he had the cut on his head where Darth Vader has a cut on his head. Well, and he was like a he was a hologram. There's there's many many theories of who Snoke perhaps is. Yeah, I believe that. But because because so the, our, the most absurd one I've heard is that he's a clone of Luke Skywalker's hand that was cut off. In that's it, actually the plot of a book in the Greater Star Wars universe. Yeah, I actually enjoy that book a lot. It's that 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 they cloned Luke I Skywalker. Really, yeah, I really wanted them to oh. redo when they heard they were redoing. I thought they cloned the Emperor. I think he's going to like some kind of weird Emperor clone. Or something. Well, he was. Well, um, well, Sorry. when they were redoing, when I heard they were redoing the series, I thought they were going to do that series where. Thrawn. I don't know if you've. Uh, yeah, I'm super nerdy about this, but they no, had a series. They, there was a trilogy the of books that was like a second revival of the Empire was happening, and you have all your main characters doing mm-hmm. stuff to fight it and everything. I thought that was what they were going to do when they said they were making new movies, right? Because instead, they just completely threw all that stuff out. But that's, that's right. like the but essentially, I mean, the first stuff. order is like, yeah, yeah. that's a great. More... Those, those are that's actually a pretty decent. Story. Zealous, Everyone says it. Like they're they're just a more zealous Empire. They're and. And it was funny. Debbie's biggest complaint about the movie was the the whole like right before they they fire the Star Killer base for the first time, and there's like the big Nazi rally out front. She's like, I don't. I feel like that was like a kind of a cliche. The big, you know, like yeah, but we will drive them from the shores. We will never, never, never. But like, to be fair, but, but to be fair, it's a kids movie. I was like, it's and iconic. That's, and it's that's iconic. what it's kids evil. movies look you know like. I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what the face of evil looks like now. Is a large group of people all devoted to something other than what you think they should a be devoted to? A large group of faceless people. Yes, that helps. Which certainly. is interesting. Well, that was also in the originals. Like yeah, Lucas stole all sorts of stuff, like shots from what was actually happening. Yeah, you know, like in Nazi, like the dog fights were all taken from like old war footage. Yeah, and, like war movies, and right? Stuff, like the way it would. And so, like in, an argument I've heard comment. for why they were so similar is because you know, just much like how Lucas. Uh, you know, drew from what his experiences and what he liked, like what Abrams and what we all like are those first movies. So that was like the pool of inspiration. Like, yeah, oh, let's do this. You don't want to. You don't want to be going and pulling things out of the first movie of the prequels mm-hmm. for this one because all of you, you can just look and say to all your fans, "You guys didn't like the first one, right?" And they'll all say, "Yeah, it was pretty bad." He says, "Okay, well, we'll make it more like the first one of the original trilogy then." I see, but like, I just the it just seems. 
strikingly unoriginal to me, and I'm sorry. Well, but if you're expecting originality I, from I a giant major anymore. property that's owned by Disney, then Pirates of the Caribbean, um, any of those sort of major Disney blockbuster franchises, they 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 did they weren't known for their originality in later. After the first one. No, you're right. You know, but here's the thing about the Star Wars. I think that's going to transcend what those have is that it's a better – you already have fans of the universe, but also I think they're going to take more time with it and be better with it. Okay, so just tell me right now so I can set my expectations straight. Is there going to be a trench run in every Star Wars movie that I see from here on out? Yes. Until I die. That okay. is a Star Wars thing. No. Yes. No. Yes. You won't. No? No. Not in the second. You'll probably see another one well, in the I'm third. Well, I'm convinced. When they remake <laughs> Starkiller Base or whatever. <laughs> right. But – well, it's just – it's a bigger, badder version of the Death Star. It's what the second Death Star was yeah. when they built the second Death Star. Right, so there's going to be a this bigger, This one has a badder? fucking shield generator. This one, this Fantastic. One, but can't we like, get something new? Can't they just do something other than just a weapon that destroys planets? Yeah, Or probably, a system of planets. They, sure, but that's not it's the – It's the next step. Like, they build big-ass – they're like, well, certainly that Death Star was too small. If we put it inside of a planet, there's no way they'll blow up the planet. And then that's what they found a way to do was they – Un- they yeah, they found the exhaust port. No, I get it. I know the script. <laughs> I've seen the no, first movie. No, you didn't see the movie apparently because they failed. <laughs> they failed to do what they what they how they killed the first Death Star, like by attacking the shield generator or whatever. They were attacking the station and they failed. Yeah, because yeah. if they had because Han succeeded, Solo, everybody wouldn't like that. He bullshit. blew a That's hole what they did in, in the there, first and that was the only way they could get right, inside. No, no. Obi Wan had to die on the bridge so the heroes could get away. No, I saw the first one. Yeah. I hate you so much. <laughs> I, I, I you love so you, much. bad, but I'm, I'm sorry. That's com- how I feel. I okay, so so did by making episode seven as mm-hmm. so similar to episode four is that was that a fuck up or is, or would you have ex- wanted more original? I wanted something content. original, but I'm okay with being in the minority. I mean, okay, so is Luke going to be on Ray's back while she's jumping and hopping through the mountains on the island, just like Yoda was on Luke's back in the swamps? I don't think they stay on those islands for training. I think they go somewhere else for training. Well, there's supposedly, like, that's the, that's the site of the first Jedi Temple, is that why okay. he's there. Okay. Because that's... And I you kind of see it a little bit. Like, they're, they're, there's, there's steps. These temples, yeah, like, all around there. Definitely I looks think like an ancient civilization. Yeah, I feel like I saw a photo of, like... Or a shot of that or something, but is Lando going to come back? That's what I really want. If 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 we're going to be rehashing these uh, these stories, then I want. Williams still alive? I think he is. Lady Williams is still alive. I think he, he is. is. That was that's my. He's hinted that he's going to appear. He's yeah. he might, if he does come back, he probably he probably ends up flying the Millennium Falcon. Hell yeah! Well, I actually really want Ray to be Leia and Lando's love child. Like after <laughs> after Han, like she and Han are done, and you know, on the rebound, Lando's like. Oh, so that's an interesting. So that then everyone right now the biggest theory is that they're cousins. That Ray and and Kylo Ren are cousins. Oh, okay. That 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 Ray is Luke's Luke daughter. Is, Luke, yeah, Luke is the father of Ray, and for some reason, when maybe perhaps when the Jedi, uh, you know, when the Knights of Ren show up and destroy all the Jedi, that that she was put into hiding mm-hmm. out of to, keep to protect her, safe. her. Yeah, yeah. Any Very order. similar to how. Luke and Leia were put into hiding. Of course. And Darth Vader shows up. Of course. So. No, I, I get that. I'm really curious about Luke's mom's side of the family. Like, they're, like, Luke's mom? Yes. Princess Padme? Padme? 
Oh, Natalie I guess. Portman. Yeah, no, Natalie I guess Portman. that is true. It is yeah. true. Yeah. Huh. Are you saying his, like, aunt? Aunt Beru? Aunt Beru and yeah, Uncle Yeah, and all of that, and, like, who's... Yeah, I guess Mother's just... Also, so Star Wars Ring Theory is something you should read. So backing up to that que- that question of, like, who Uncle Owen is and who Aunt Beru are, uh-huh. because if you look at the prequel trilogy, it makes no fucking sense. It's a guy that he never met. Like, he, he literally met Anakin... He's like, hey, remember how you this, you know, this was my brother's sister's wife was, you know, had this kid and now he's here and he's a Jedi now and then he's going to go off and kill a bunch of sand people. Here's your dead sister. Yeah, but you had to have him in the prequels because otherwise, how did they end up in the, how did he end up with him in the later movies? He should have been a big, my, and so, so watch, have you seen these YouTube videos of, no, there, there's, there's this series, oh, what is it called? Shit, I totally forgot it now. Waste all of my but, time? <laughs> no, they're called If What If the Prequels Were Good? Like, what if episode one was really good? And it's this guy, and he basically creates a story. If He starts with episode one, and then he goes... I actually... I think I've read this. I don't think I've seen it. By the it. time he gets to episode two, he's gone so far away from the original story, they can't use clips of episode two. So he had somebody, like, they hired a storyboard artist to do it. And it makes a lot of sense. And Uncle Owen, and Owen, Owen Lars... Uh, figures into the the story a lot more like he's a character he and he and in his in this version like he's a friend of obi-wan and anakin uh and and he's like a just a human but he's a pilot he's not a jedi but he's like a pilot you know he's like he, yeah, he's just like a yeah yeah and rebel so like he gives up he gives up his life and lives on a farm because he he just wants to get off a of Tatooine. You know, like that's like his backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's, he he's be... Luke before when Luke is there on Tatooine. He just wants to. Yeah, but then like, but then that brings a whole new level to that character when you see him and he's like, you know, yo, don't think about going off and fighting those Star Wars. Yeah, no. <laughs> but listen, okay. But think about okay. There's two, I want to bring up two things. First one being, is anybody else excited for Rogue One, the movie? I'm excited about it. An X-Wing, an actual X-Wing movie. Yeah. I'm sort of disappointed they're not doing the books because I love the X-Wing books, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm just thrilled to have an X-Wing movie. Like a, like a, like a Starfighter. I've always wanted the Starfighter movie. I always thought the X-Wings and the everything is... Going to get but a movie. Was it just like... I, that's always been sort of one of my parts that I've always wanted to do more, like see more of. But and, the other thing is, so Luke, when he's at the farm, is talking to his aunt and uncle about what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Part of the thing is he wants to go to the academy. Yep. But can he... he the what's Imperial he going, Academy. The Imperial Academy. Yeah. He applies as Luke Skywalker. You don't think there's a flag <laughs> on the name Skywalker? Somewhere. somewhere? Hold on. That's, that's true. They probably so, have computers so, that could... But from a certain point that. of view, eh, eh, certain point of view... What if Obi-Wan is on Tatooine so that when Vader comes after Luke, he's there to fight him? And that's how their plan is to draw Vader out away from the Emperor and from his sort of bases of power mm-hmm. is to have – is to, there's a Skywalker on Tatooine. I'm going to go check it out. And then there's Obi-Wan to finish the job or whatever. That's the other thing that it never – my big complaint is at the end of the prequels – Anakin is you is defenseless. The guy who killed all of the younglings in the temple, all the Jedi in the temple, all of that shit, defenseless. And Obi Wan lets him walk walks away. But that's like that's that's the good thing to do. You can't strike down a defenseless person. Yes, you can. Absolutely. If that person just killed what hundreds of people, you have to get them defenseless before you can do that. Generally, well, I, that's that's one of my biggest qualms with with Revenge of the Sith is that. I think Obi-Wan needs to 
like think he's dead. Like he doesn't just walk exactly. away. There's he no... needs to leave him for dead. Like he's that. There's no fucking way he's going to survive. And then miraculously, he does in fact survive. And then he has his suspicions for the rest of his life that that Dark Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. But they don't know that. I mean, well, he does. You could like find that out. Mm-hmm. But Obi Wan should be the only person in the universe who knows that. And like. Well, Yoda and, and Obi-Wan would be the only two people that would know that, right? And the Emperor. Well, the Emperor knows yeah. that, of course, but because he knows who he is. But I wouldn't mean, the Emperor want to protect that, that he's Anakin, that he's a Jedi? He's just Darth Vader. He's just fucking, we didn't need to know who Darth Maul was, what his name was before he was fucking Darth Maul. Sure. Or, like, you know, because they, they adopt these new personas, but it's, and he literally goes through a rebirth but George to Lucas, Darth Vader. So George Lucas thinks Star Wars is Anakin Skywalker's story. And then what falls out from that? Mm-hmm. I don't disagree are you, with that. Are you asking? Those no, are no. not the movies. <laughs> but here's, but here's, Those aren't the movies he gave us. Bring it, yeah. Br- but bring it around to this. What's left to fuck up? Well, did they, with this newest movie, fuck it up in any way? Could Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, there are things we like, but can you imagine what it would have been if George Lucas had wrote and directed it? Oh, my God. No. It It would have been fucking horrible. I'm really excited about the next one because it's being written and directed by somebody I really like named Ryan Johnson. He yeah. did Brick and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I love his work, so I'm excited to see the next one. You know? Yeah. Um, I think they've done a good – I mean, in terms of fucking something up versus doing a decent job of continuing the story and not – the other the, the other big thing was, with, especially with the first one, is they had to not alienate everybody. Right. You know, that's they, the first they, one, like episode one. No, episode seven. seven. Episode the seven. first of the new trilogy. Yes, I just felt like it, it's low hanging fruit, which it is, is cool. It's absolutely because you're getting fruit. everyone back on board. Yeah, and that's totally fine. And, and it, it's a good reboot. Yeah, you introduce new characters, but there's not a lot. You, you there's a lot of old characters, and absolutely. So, did you like the J.J. Abrams Star Trek, the first Star Trek? And was that rehashing, or was that that was like a true reboot? Like they literally changed the universe, right? Um, I liked the first one more than the second one, but I have never been like I don't have a a love of Star Trek, like I have a love of Star Wars. Okay, so it didn't mean it. You know what I mean? Like there was not there as wasn't much... as much riding on this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had a lot riding on this movie, and I I I had I, I tried to temper my expectations because mm-hmm. I did not on mm-hmm. the prequels, and they were absolute. Mm-hmm. Now, not absolute. It's hard I don't to temper your expectations when you're that young, though. The prequels came out when we were in high school, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I saw the last one in like my sophomore year, junior year of college. Yeah, or so the last you were just college. excited to get more Star Wars because you thought you were Absolutely. never going to see um, more Star Wars exactly again. on the big screen for sure. Exactly. And then later on, afterwards, when when the kind of the the shiny ribbon was was gone and the paper was thrown away, and I all I had left was these movies to actually look at, I really ended up. Hating them, like like che- I felt cheated. They're not. They're not horrible films. They're no. really not. Then there are parts the, the of problem each is, of them you, that I like. You look at them and you see the promise of what it could have been with yes. coherent script writing and some decent direction in terms of you know making Just the story focus. not like what you're focusing on all the wrong things. Like mm-hmm. yeah, this is not. Imp- and we and we've done episodes. I'm not going to rehash <laughs> it, but we've done that. We've talked about like why. I have some real problems with the way the structure of the prequels are and what I was re- I was pleasantly surprised with the internal structure of episode 7 and also 
how it plays into the structure of the overarching so then story. specifically four, five, and six into seven, and kind of ignoring the prequels. But even that, they kind of harkened back a couple times. Yeah. So on one of your prequels rants, Ben, you <laughs> laid out four things the prequels could have done to be better. One of them was like become a space western or like go back to the west. Go back, yes. Do you think Episode Seven met those four things? Of which I cannot actually remember. I don't know them if I can all remember. All I, now. I do. Okay. Because you thought it was more of a western. But no, yeah, because it's a junk planet. Okay. It's set in the desert. It's, it's on the it's frontier. Meant to be it's the okay. edges, outer rim. This, is, this okay. is the thing about Tatooine. This is the thing about Luke Skywalker. He's from a shitty little town in the middle of fucking nowhere. Sure. And that they, everyone in the world identifies with that. Even if they live in the biggest town in the middle, they still think it's the shittiest town in the middle of nowhere, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And he's come, but that someone from a junk planet on the outer edge of the galaxy is still has, has giant influence on everything else in the galaxy. That's the, you know, the, the, the hero is born in a small town who's, you know, he's a small town yeah, blacksmith or something, and then he goes, hero. No, he, I got he it. goes to the capital, you know, he, to action. He, he, he works his way up the hierarchy of mm-hmm. all the places and be, he can be a hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think it's absolutely much more Western. There's a lot of shooting. There's a lot of, you know, gunplay. I mean, it definitely felt like when the X-Wings flew in, like the cavalry was called, Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. when they were blowing up the alien bar. Yeah. yeah. It's a it, it, uh, epic story. Uh, epic stories in space have a, have a tendency to wander. That's I think probably, probably part of what happened with the original prequels is you don't have enough time to fully establish the scope of the story you're trying to tell. Because when you're in space, there's so much space to expand into. You feel like you have to fill it up. It's infinite. So they tried to tell too much story, and they've they've taken it back almost not even far enough on this particular episode. But I think this was also more about building anticipation. Mm-hmm. They leave a lot of questions unanswered because they know you're going to come back and see the next one. Oh, of course. I mean, I'm glad that they, that Ray found her mentor, like yeah. found Luke at the end of this one, as opposed to having to go through that at the beginning of the next one. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I, I really like about it is I feel like, and because I've seen well-produced movies and I've seen yeah. you know, trilogies, you know and, what you like. Yeah. And, you know, and even like, if you look at the Harry Potter films as an example of like an, a yeah. saga continuing. over multiple films, continuing series of films. What I like about this one is that I know, and I think it upset a lot of people, is because they're like, well, why was that in there? What is this for? And I think it's like, well, it's because it hasn't been explained yet. But I feel like this movie will only get better once I know more about this. I'll go back and watch it and see stuff that I didn't even know was important and be like, sure. holy shit, that's awesome. Wait, isn't that the, what's the theater trope that like if you put a firearm on the stage, it better get used. Like if there's a gun in act one, you better go off in act exactly. three. Right. Yeah. Like like, yeah, you're just if you, if you put a chair on stage, you're not going to sit in it. Why the hell is a chair there? You know right. I mean? Well, that's more about efficient use of space. Well, but exactly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But if there's something that figures into it that I mean, the, the story I'm most curious about is how she got the lightsaber. How the alien chick with the glasses got Luke's lightsaber that, that fell he lost off in the cloud. Co- City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like forty years ago. That's the story I'm curious about. That's actually part of the when in the book that I was talking about where Luke is cloned, he has that lightsaber. Like they found that hand, cloned him, and then gave the clone that lightsaber. Oh, um, okay. But that again, that's a book that was written that is no longer canon, so sure. it doesn't count. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And that's where like the prequels, I think, kinda lost it for me was a lot of th- but like nobody cares about trade federations yeah no exactly but the the thing is like when i go back and i watch those movies and then i watch the well first of all the thing about that is that 
if you watch the prequels, there's no reason to watch four, five, and six because all the big reveals are given away. You know that Anakin is Darth Vader. You know he has two kids named Luke and Leia, and you know that Darth Vader is Luke's father. Why would you need to watch them? Give us a little bit of some like that. That's, those are the, some of the biggest reveals in cinematic history. Yeah. Arguably, you could argue against that, sure. but like Luke, I am your father, which is not really the line, right. but whatever. That's like a big. Cinematic reveal, yeah, but they were published out of order, right. so you can't. But if you're, but if if you, if they are numerically, but to set up that reveal, viewed, they, they they're trying to add emotional context to the reveal by giving you more of the backstory of that big reveal. You're attracted to the series because of those big emotional reveals, right? Mm-hmm. But now they're. I'm not saying the audience shouldn't no, no, but, know that, but I'm saying like there's too many people that know that Anakin. Is Darth Vader and that he had kids? You no. I think you not. should end it and say maybe I didn't know that Anakin had children. Like, or, or there were right. twins. But like then, maybe the twins thing. But is then, fifty-five million Star Wars fans are like, "Hey, where did the babies come? Like, where does Luke Skywalker come from? We need the Luke Skywalker origin story, and it's kind of hard to do that without having to make that an emotional story. You have to have sure. the relationship between okay. Anakin and Padme and." I mean, don't get me wrong. It was part that was probably the worst written part of the prequels was the sort of the love interest romantic overarching thing, and it's because they knew where they had to end, and they just got lazy about getting there. Mm-hmm. They, they, there were lots of other ways that you could take that, but you you know you didn't you don't realize having watched those, that Jedi are supposed to be celibate. They never say, "I'm not supposed to be doing." You know, there's you, they don't build that Love's tension. Forbidden for the, Jedi. Yeah, the monastic life. That's all you get. Yes, yeah, a very get... compelling read too. Yeah, yeah, that was better than Hayden Christensen. That's what I hey, meant. Oh. I wasn't even knocking you. I was knocking <laughs> yeah. him. No, no, I get it. Do you? So, what's left to fuck up? Well, I, this I is think... this is the question. Everything because we are getting a, a bounty hunter movie. We're getting a X wing movie. We're getting another Star Wars movie. They're going to keep making shit as long as people go to see it. And people and they have everything to screw up. Yeah, we if, will. Yeah, if the X-Wing space battles don't hold up to people's expectations, they're going to pan it. They're going to be like, okay, well, you can do it as 10 minutes of part of a larger movie, but you can't really do it, you know. Or it it could be fucking awesome, which I'm hoping that – probably thinking it probably will be. Well, the X-Wing books were awesome. Right, but they're not doing the same story and things. You know what I mean? But uh, anyway. But that's enough to carry a book series at least. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's enough – Pilots in space. Yeah, what's cool space battle. I mean, that was one of my favorite parts about the new Star Wars movie was the space battles and like mm-hmm. when they're breaking the Tie Fighter out of the planet. I yeah. thought that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. The other thing I was going to make, the I other think they're point- on the right track. I think we need a little bit more originality. I w- that's all I'm asking for. Sure, mm-hmm. a little bit. Let's depart from our formula a little bit. Yeah, yeah. well, I think instead a little of bit more than giant, we did. sure, like planet killing starship. Like I don't know, virus. Sure, something yeah. else. Planet intergalactic virus that space aids. <laughs> yeah, space aids. <laughs> Star Wars eight space aids. Well, they could do. I think they could do a lot if they brought in something like the Yuuzhan Vong in the extended universe. Like I really liked that. The Yuzhong Vong War was really cool about these, yeah. like, force immune, force neutral, I guess, aliens that 
like yeah, but they're not they're not going to they don't that that's gonna that may be another series later on, but yeah. as a flat part of a flagship series, they're gonna keep it. Pretty like, but they're they're not building a Death Star, is what I'm right. saying, like or bigger, badder Death Star. Yeah. Right. I mean, now they'll be like, this is all... this is a whole system of Star it, exactly. Killer planets. It is gonna kill everybody. Yeah. yeah. If this series ends by having to have the New Order and the Republic form an alliance to overcome a greater enemy or something like that. That's, I mean, that's a different, certainly a different ending, uh-huh. but I don't think the the hardcore traditional fans of the series are going to like it very much because mm-hmm. it's well. But that, I mean, smacks of trade federations and. But you just can't. I mean, at the end of the day, like you're not going to please everybody. That's yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, you just won't. So it's so cool. what's left to fuck up? Pleasing everybody. I think <laughs> yeah. that would be the wrong yeah. direction. Yeah. To Trying go. too hard. Trying. Yeah. I mean, and again, there is a good chance that they're going to because they're going to have a lot of money wrapped up in the property. They're going to make. Okay, think about this. How much did Disney pay for Star Wars? Four the billion rights? dollars. Four How billion? Mu- Four billion dollars. Okay. Four billion dollars. How much Lucas money Stone. do you think they've made off of The Force Awakens by now? They've made $200 billion. So they've already... Seriously? It broke the international sales record last week. Yeah. It, it's, in, not, it's like $180 in less than a month. Dollars, in less than a month, they have recouped their investment fourfold. Exactly. Right. And George Lucas less is probably than, kicking himself... But George Lucas was not capable of creating that movie. No, he's not. We wouldn't have let him. No, like we, the public. Yeah, yeah. If he was like, "I'm making a Star Wars 7, we'd be like, "No, you fuck, you're not." <laughs> the hell you are. Although he's put out some interesting interviews since. There's been an interesting. There's an interesting yeah. documentary called "The People versus George Lucas," and it's or the people versus George. Something yes, like that. the case against George Lucas, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's great. Anyway, we're out of time, so oh. we'll have to wait and see what happens with the new Star Wars and see if they fuck it up or if maybe they'll redeem it. That's going to do it for this week's Epidose. We've been your your Star Wars loving hosts, Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. There will be Star Wars movies until we die. Mr. Originality. It's true. <laughs> there really will. Bring, yeah. Give him that originality. I'm Ben. <laughs> you know, you're right. As long as we are alive to consume oh, we will it, they not will see make see Star Wars movies. movies. I will go see any Star Wars movie. Though. Exactly. I love it. I love I know. it so I mean, much. I saw, dude, it's... I had chills when the lightsaber came on, like, yeah. for the first time. Like, whew. Yeah, and and uh, the soundtrack for the latest movie was fantastic. It was great. John it was Williams great. It, hard, it was a lot of the original stuff, but it was a little bit of new stuff. Maybe not enough for Max. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Thanks for Jay Sievers, two Jay Sievers for being in the studio. This may have been the nerdiest half hour of my life. It was pretty nerdy. We we could go play. That's probably not true. Even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I was like, that's not even a little bit true. Most publicly. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Send us those topics. Topics it, at ignorantuninformed.com. <laughs> Download all the podcasts <laughs> at ignorantuninformed.com. You can twank us on Twitter at ig and un. Like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ignorantuninformed. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button. and All the will, buttons. All the buttons. Push all of them. All the buttons. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of hot-ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off.